Hello, welcome along. Let's make a podcast. It's a brand new episode of Baffled, your favourite fact show. My name's Dan. Nine facts on the way. Three of them are mine. Today I've got stuff about alien inventions, about how we can rescue the Titanic, and also why Monopoly was so useful during the war. Uh, Mark is also here. What have you got for us? Hello, hello, hello. Right, so a new way to cook enemies or business partners, and why sometimes just asking isn't such a bad idea. And Connor is also here looking a bit like a creator pro from Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3. What have you got for us, Con? Spiderwebs, the actual use of sunglasses, and way too many babies than we once expected. Ah, baby chat. People will be happy. It's a brand new episode of Baffled. Stay there. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. How are we doing today? I don't want to, like, get deep into personal stuff, but I'm kind of, like, a bit exhausted today for no reason. It's very grey yeah. and miserable here, and I think that just that just brings it all down, doesn't it? It's just all a bit, yeah. eh. But it's fine because we're here, we're going to have some facts, and everything is going to be rosy in the world for the next 42 minutes, because that's exactly how long I'm predicting this podcast to be. What, edited down? I think for me... Edited down, yeah, 42 minutes. Yeah, I think so for that's me... That's a challenge to our editor. Yes, yesterday was... Um, yeah the worst day in the whole for me the worst day in the whole 10 months of this lockdown was yesterday but feeling much better today why was it so bad did no one reply to your instagram stories asking for someone to suggest a puffer jacket or a or a jogging bottom or something no, that you're no, looking for all good all good though he, he was offering rolling. free coffee today on his instagram i've never known someone who's not like ba- an influencer act like an influencer it's, it really is tremendous off the back of that did we or did we not gain about seven followers mark uh, we did, yeah. So you owe right, about exactly. seven Dan, coffees. Dan, you owe people Dan, about seven coffees. Wait, wait, what was the coffee I'll tell you one? What, I'm what just going to put it out there, Mr. Daniel Simpson, and Mark will vouch for me here. The minute, the minute that you actually plug the baffled Instagram on your personal social media, you can then come at me. Until then, you've got nothing to say. I wasn't commenting on the plugging. I don't know the plugging. What made me laugh was every now and then you pop up and you're like, hey, does anyone know any good brands for jogging bottoms? And it just makes me chuckle. That's not influencing. I'm being influenced. I'm asking people for their influence. And every time someone responds and I end up ordering something from that site, it, it, it's brilliant. It, it's almost the, op- the opposite of influencers. It's, it's the complete influenced. Opposite. I'm not an influencer. I'm an influenced. But it, it, yeah, like, yeah. I understand that. But also it just, it just comes with... The, it's. I just feel it's something that someone from Love Island would like do as like a hey, let's get my fans 
working, that kind of stuff. Um, so sorry, uh, are you helping the Baffled page get more followers? I'm boosting it. It, 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 I kind of like try and do once a week, just a little, hey, you know, come and follow our Baffled Instagram page and then I do it and then I have a little look and like today, I put it on my Instagram and seven of my friends come and followed and it's helping them get involved with our Instagram page. Sure, I mean, here is, here, here is the uh, influencer bit from today. And your deal as well, okay? If you follow and you get involved with the pod and you listen, you come follow us on Instagram and I see you after lockdown, coffee's on me. Might even buy you a croissant, maybe a brownie. Deal? Sweet. There we go. There we go. I have no, I have no problem of that. I just don't think we need to sell the show with promises of coffee and croissants. People should be coming in just, just for our the, the nine incredible again, facts again, they get every week. Again, Daniel, when you actually put it on your own page, mate, then you can come at me. Until then, keep it shunt. All right. So I had a bad day yesterday, <laughs> and today's much better. <laughs> Look, um, needless bickering to start the show, but do follow the Instagram. Um, might get yourself a free coffee. It's at Baffled Pod on there. Um, right, Connor, cheers. Cheer everyone up, mate. Cheer everyone up. Give us a fact. You see, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to influence. I've been influenced and I'm going to influence people's moods with a great fact, okay? Coming in strong. Spider webs, you know, spider webs, yeah. yeah they, were once used, they were once used as bandages in ancient times. How? Right, so... In it's a really Greece, long process. They just put a spider on there and hoped that it would naturally go and yeah, create yeah. a spider Yeah, they put the web. spider on the... Bro- so, they mate, put the it'll be fine in about, you know, seven days' time. It'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just got to hope the Boris does his job. <laughs> they put a spider on the cart and they're like, just hoping the spider makes a web. No, so basically, in ancient Greece and Rome, uh, doctors used to use spider webs to make bandages for their patients. Spider webs supposedly have a natural antiseptic and antifungal properties within the actual web itself, um, so which can help keep wounds clean and prevent infection. It's also said that spider webs are rich in vitamin K. So back in the day, they used to use them. Uh, I really like this as well on the fact page. It said, so next time you're out of band-aids, just head to your attic and grab some Webacillin. Um, what? Like, surely they're not strong enough. Surely spider webs aren't strong enough. How 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 well, do no, they stay there? Th- this is this is exactly it. So I, I went into looking at research into this, trying to find pictures. Boy, Hang on, whoa, whoa, whoa! Let's just hold up a second here. Back this Tonka truck up. You did research. Yeah, we've taught him research. well. He's 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 I'm learning. Up, I'm proud of you. I never thought Thank I'd say you. those words about you, Connor Knight, but I'm proud of you. What, Thank you. What, but, um, what was the research? But basically, I was just trying to find a picture of it, but of course, it's never going to happen, isn't it? Because it's ancient, ancient Greece and Rome times. But I was trying to wrap my head around how many webs you're going to have to have to actually band. Like, it's really going to take a lot of spider web to actually bandage up these wounds. But yeah, back in the day, that was that was what they done. I guess they didn't really have any other options, really. So I would assume that maybe they put spiders in an area and they were manufacturing webs because they're spiders and they were using them. Like, what? I don't understand. You wouldn't. You wouldn't just search they around for spider web, webs. You? Um, but These sweatshops also, full of spiders churning out webs for, just for the Italian doctors. But I didn't know, and I'm sure that you two probably didn't know. I had absolutely no idea that spider webs were high in vitamin K and had natural. I didn't even know that we got down to vitamin K. I stopped. I no. stopped listening after vitamin D. That's enough. Um, Four of them. That'll yeah. do. That was what spider webs were once used for in ancient times. I know we're not there in the business go. of rating facts on the show, 
If we were, I'd give if that. You a, were. I, if we were, I'd give that a six. It's a six. Mm, that's out of pretty 10. good on a scale of one to a hundred. That's pretty good. A you six. know what? I'd, well, I'd, I'd say as well. I'm. I'm. Yeah, fair. I'd give it about a six. It's like not life changing. It's something. Oh, okay. It's, that, that's a thing. It, it's a. It's a solid safe start, isn't it? It's one of those typical facts that we do where it's like, ah, oh, never knew that. Kind of fun to know. We'll never use it again, but. It's good to know. It's right. At the yeah. moment that that per- at the moment that our listeners have just listened to that, they've gone, oh. but they've already forgot about it. Baffled with a podcast that makes you go, eh. spider spider webs can be crazy. There's I think there's a spider. I think it's called the assassin spider, and it eats. It's a carnivore. So it, well, it's not a carnivore. It's and it eats its own kind. So yeah, I guess it's carnivorous. And how it does it, it creeps onto webs that a spider is on. And this is like the most terrifying thing ever. It plucks the string to get the other spider's attention. You know, like a ding, ding, ding. And then the other spider turns around and then this assassin spider pretty much leaps on it and just devours it. Like, how it would be easier to that? do it when they're not paying attention. Ding. But that's it. That's the game of it, isn't it? Yeah. That's, so that's, what that's, that's, that's the thing of like, oh, I, I mean, I could get you now, but it's not as fun. Yeah, It's like yeah. the phone call in the ring, isn't it? Like you hear that and it's like, oh, Christ, it's happening, isn't it? I've got a, um, I've got a spiderweb story for you. So this has happened for a long time now. I've had my car for about four years. And on my right wing mirror, there's always a web, right, that, that comes from the car to the edge of the wing mirror. And it never got, I, I wash it, it goes. And then it always comes back. Now, I've hoovered the car out a million times. I've been under the seat. I cannot for the life of me find this spider. Is it behind the wing mirror? It. Isn't it? Is it behind the no, glass no, of the no, wing No, no, no. It's not to the glass of the wing mirror I replaced as well because I once smashed it. And it oh, I thought you genuinely just replaced I, it. Just like, oh, it's a spider. I should replace no, yeah, the glass yeah, just in yeah. case. £200, £200 replacement just to find Mr. Spider. But no. And it just keeps coming back. And I have no idea where this little dude is. But now I've accepted that He's doing his thing. He's got the better of me. And it that's just it is what it is. That car is the spider's car now. You just rent it. Mark, what's your first fact of the show? Uh, did you know that kinetic energy can cook your food? So kinetic energy obviously gives out energy the same way that an oven does. Uh, so if you wanted to cook a chicken, you could use kinetic energy to cook it. All you need to do is give it a slap. However, that slap would need to be 3,725.95 miles per hour. If you could slap a chicken that quickly, it would cook it instantly. But how does it cook that it? Like how- much? Because there is that much energy that would be transferred from your hand into the chicken that that energy would then cook the chicken instantly. Now, the thing However, with this is... most people can't do that. Thing is, if you slap a chicken at that speed, it's just it's, it's, it's dissolving. It's it you're breaking it. I'll be honest. There are some downsides to it. It would be pulled chicken across the room for sure. So you'd have to slap it in a small area in order to just you know take that chicken you know pre-prepared basically straight out. It's safe uh, to say if you have the capability to slap that hard, then you have no sex life. <laughs> I mean, because I don't think they always. Ch- I don't think they always. Well, no, you're just no doing matter what time. they do, it's that hard. Can you imagine it though? Like you're doing instant time, aren't you? Like a girl goes for a drink with her mates, and she's like, literally, right? I had this Tinder date the other night with this geezer. I ended up back at his place, and f- me, his slap is like I've never had anything like it in my life. My what? bum is on fire. 
Are you, you were always slapping on you? me instantly like a chicken. You're, yeah, huh? well, there you go. She wouldn't be the, on the Tinder date because she would be utterly charred all over with the, the kinetic energy yeah. force that's cooked her. Why, yeah, are, you sla- exactly. why are you slapping immediately on the first date? Right, let me, let me talk you through. I mentioned it at the start, but I don't know. You might see what he's wearing in, in socials that we drop on the at BafflePod Instagram page. But Connor today, he's wearing a, a plain black beanie. He's got his AirPods in. He's got Deirdre Barlow glasses. I know that's a very specific UK reference. Big, big granny glasses. He's got a checkered lumberjack shirt with the collar turned up. And he honestly looks like a, a, a creator pro on Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Like that, that is what he looks like. Here we go. Let's see. Let's, let's see what the public think. It's, Dan, it's, I'll be honest, mate. It's not your strongest look. I like it. This is this is you know we're we're changing it up. We shave the hair. We we do things we do things over here that that just people should be doing in life. Monopoly helped prisoners of war escape Nazi Germany. The Nazis when they when they captured allies, they held them behind enemy lines. They were there, but they would let charities give them board games to play. Summit to pass the time. Um, uh, ally commanders who weren't uh, captured, they then posed, made fake charities so they could send board games to the prisoners with survival and escape kits built in. So with Monopoly money, there would be the fake notes and they'd have real notes in there as well. They would also have a silk map under the board so they could use the map to escape they would have compasses they would have some things that maybe they could use just in case they needed to try and take people out um and loads and loads and loads of prisoners escaped thanks to monopoly in nazi germany here's the question though here's the really important question was there a pack of jaffa cakes in there because we all know from connor knight that if you're in a spy situation pack of jaffa cakes don't go amiss there you go um yeah, straight up the bum, wasn't it? I I, I love it. I love I loved this ingenious thing, and they properly posed themselves as charities, uh, like with the names like the likes the licensed victuallers prisoners relief fund. Um, that's, that's, we, a, that's a good name. Just keep adding ridiculous words into it, and people believe it. Yeah, of course they do. If you were, I mean, going to on very very easy lines here, Connor, but I'm curious to the answer. If you could have a board game, if you were locked in prison, what are you having? Oh, I I love um I I, I love the original bit of Snakes and Ladders. It's one of my all time faves. But you've got you can't just, right. Look, you do you, but I think Snakes and Ladders is a poor choice because you're going to get bored with it. Oh, you get bored of anything in prison if it's all you're ever doing. So that's why you want a moderately complex game, I think. Yeah, but then also as well, I haven't got the brain span when I'm stuck in prison to think about the complex games. Quick bit of Snakes and Ladders, it escapes my mind for that five, ten minutes every day. It's just yeah, then you've fun. still got 23 hours, 55 minutes to pass. <laughs> exactly, yeah, exactly. Talking of prisons, have you guys watched The World's Toughest Prisons on Netflix? Nope. No. That is incredible when you see the ways that people try and escape prison. What's it about? Definitely no monopoly. It's, it's pretty self-explanatory, really, isn't it? Like, you probably, you know, the the fact that you're asking that question, Dan, says a lot about yourself, really, doesn't it? It's obviously about tough prisons. Yeah, you. <laughs> Seriously, what does he expect it to be about, eh? God, honestly, this guy. Mark, what board game would you have? Uh, I think you're right. I think it needs to be something that passes the time. Hang on one second. Connor, in your mind, imagine what Mark's going to have here. Imagine. I know. Oh. I, oh, 
know. Just, so, this would be I'm something that, um, that the sick formers at school would play while everyone was outside. They'd be in like the study room yeah. at the back. Yeah, you know Painting it, figures. You know it. What's it going to be, Mark? Oh. Um, I mean, in terms of passing time, Monopoly is a good one because it goes on forever. But also it causes a lot of arguments. I don't think I'd want a game that causes a lot of arguments when you're in a prison. If I'm in a prison, I am going to be one of the smallest ones there and I'm avoiding all conflict at all costs. Mark, what is the game other than Monopoly? Come I on, say I it. Don't, don't be scared to say it. Don't be scared of the reaction. You've got it in your head. You used to play it on the farm. What is the game? <laughs> Why am I suddenly on a farm as well? What's the game? Come on. One of about 10 different places I apparently lived when I grew up. I don't know. I, I think I might stick with Monopoly because it passes a lot of time. Do you either know that, what? Either that or Cluedo. Love a bit of Cluedo. <laughs> Do you know what, Dan? I absolutely love Mark's pieces, but this might be a bit mean, but I've got to say it. If you was in prison, if you was in prison, right, and Mark beat you at Monopoly at the time of real, you know, anger, and you've been stuck in prison for 20 years, and you play Mark of all people at Monopoly and he beats you, someone's dying. What do yeah, you mean? I think, I think instant. It, what do you I mean, mean of it would, all it, people? It's an instant like, shanking. It would make isn't you it? angry, wouldn't it? It's an yeah, instant it's shower an shanking. Instant shanking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It would make you angry. It'd be like, oh, that little guy, Mark, who wears the glasses, he's f- beat me at Monopoly again. Right. I guess he's the I, time. I wear these for, like, actual reasons. You have just decided to put some on today, so don't go on about the glasses. I don't even know if I've got them on the right way around. That's the problem. Connor, if Mark is in prison, he's um, he's going to be the person that holds someone's outturned pocket, isn't he, and just follows them around. Uh, the- yeah, like... Mark, this is a, this is a good thing. It's the same. It's the same as me and Dan, but you more so. You would be the worst type of person to be in prison. <laughs> like you'd be the target, wouldn't you? In the, I'd be the target. Oh yeah, I would not survive. Target. That's he, what, that's he what would... I'm trying to get at. Is in you wouldn't you wouldn't they wouldn't look at you and be. But then actually, again, this is another thing. You'd look at Mark and maybe be like, he's a f-ing, like he's definitely <laughs> a, one of those guys that's got people that just. Do you know what I mean? Like he's he's the king. Oh, of right, something. The, he's the, the really the clever secret guy. like. Kingpin of the Panamanian prison. Yeah, yeah, like he's okay. he's the he's the king that sits on a throne. This massive drug cartel that no one knows about. It's like you want to beware of Mark, and we will never know. Connor, give us your second fact of the show. Sunglasses were originally designed for Chinese judges to hide their facial expressions in court. What? You heard it right. When sunglasses were originally designed for Chinese judges yeah. to hide their facial expressions in court. When would that have been, Connor? But, but they, they are aware that they don't cover the whole of the face, right? <laughs> no. Because so it, it, it's, so not, it's not the best thing in the world. No, Chinese judges famously only talk through their eye usage. Otherwise. It's true. They're ve- yeah. very, very, very descriptive eyes. So it says here, today sunglasses are, of course, an eyewear. Effectively presenting bright sunlight from causing discomfort or damage. Had to put that in because I love it. It's the best Hang bit. Hang on. You um, genuinely just felt the need to tell us that today, obviously, sunglasses are eyewear. <laughs> Jeez, thanks, yeah. mate. I hadn't figured that one out. God, how they've changed over the years. How were they wearing them then? Were they wearing them across their mouths? Is that way where you feel the need to specify that now they're eyewear? Well, it says here, but sunglasses were originally made out of smoky quartz in the 12th century of China, where they were used by judges to mask their emotions when they were questioning witnesses. So how did they then discover that sunglasses were good to block UV rays? What I would say is, is that they obviously weren't called sunglasses at the time of... of, I was just going to say that that luck out, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I've created these things called sunglasses. Nothing to do with the sun. Oh yeah. my god, they've got a sun use. Oh, we're so lucky, guys. So lucky. Go. I understand it. 
don't you? Like when someone wears a sun- wears sunglasses, their expression is actually a lot plainer than what you usually have because your eyes are covered. So I understand the process of wearing it when questioning somebody. It's very intimidating, isn't it? And you're not giving much away. But it would just make me think that the judge was from Men in Black. Like it's not like it doesn't mask the expression. I'd just be like. These people are a bit Dan, scary. I'm going to be honest with you. I think I think back in you know 12th century when you're you're in front of a judge. I think the last thing that you've got in your mind is that the judge looks like Men in Black. When was Men in Black released? Worried about was that 12th the century? Crime, the, the crime you've just committed. When was Men in Black released? I think it was between the 12th and 13th centuries. Oh, okay, might be a bit out then. Yeah, it's yeah. a good point. Um, I'm not a fan of this one. I don't. I don't believe it. Is this what we do now? Then do we just say whether we're fans of the facts? Is that, no, it's not is meant to be. I'm just in a very no. to our facts. Excuse me. I'm just in a very judgmental mood. I, I just, I just don't buy it. I don't think it's true. Yeah, I was about to say the same. I can't buy into it. It just seems like if I wanted to hide my emotions on my face, I wouldn't be worried about my eyes. If anything, that is the one bit I'd show. I'd more worry about my mouth. That's the thing. I'd wear a mask. Uh, but then also as well, like. Eyes dictate lies, don't they? So, like, they say a lot of the time if someone's lying... They if you just made that up because it rhymes. It does sound good to me. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> sounds no, good because it rhymes, so therefore it might be a thing. I'm going with it. When you look at all those people that are, like, the, the character, um, and they analyse characters and stuff and all that sort of thing in court and in, in situations like that, they always say in the documentaries that they look at eyes. They look at the... But, I think but if it's, you go it's, to lie, but it's not, it's the, not the witnesses and, and the defendants that have the glasses on. What do you mean? I thought, who who was wearing the glasses? The judges wearing the glasses. No, the judges, but the judges can still lie, can't they? They can push you. They can push you into a into a corner where you then have to admit the truth. Hang so on, they, is, the judge, is the judge wearing it or are the solicitors, the lawyers the ju- wearing the, it? The judge is wearing but, the glasses. It, therefore, why does it matter if the judge lies? The judge is the one who makes the decision no, in no, the no, end. No, 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 but Mark, this is, this is, this is 12th century this is 12th China. Century. I don't think the judicial system is exactly like it is today down the local yeah. magistrates, I'll be honest. Um, no, and uh, but I, I still don't think judge, judges don't lie. About to say, what 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 use have they got for lying? Why would they need to hide if they're lying? Look, this show is is baffled, and we we try and figure out if facts are nonsense or not. For the first time, I think ever on the show, at least as I can remember, I'm going to put a full stamp on that fact, and I'm going to say it's nonsense. It is utter nonsense. Thank you for bringing it to our attention, Connor. But it's nonsense. It's nonsense. And by nonsense, we don't mean that it's not true, necessarily. It's just oh, I mean, it's complete not true. nonsense. I think it's not it's true. It's not nonsense. See, what you're doing is you're looking at it for a very narrow tunnel, <laughs> right? You've got to look at it. And what you've got to do is you've got to, you've got to forget about the word sunglasses here and just imagine the fact that they've got blacked out lenses covering their eyes. Right, it's a very okay. Inti- it's a very, this is what you're doing. You're being swayed by the word sunglasses. If Why you're is the word sunglasses in, judge, in there, then? If you're because that's how the fact reads, right? But if you're sitting there, and then of course it, it led on for them to realise that they can be used as sunglasses, whatever. But if you're sitting in front of a judge, if you was being interrogated in front of somebody, and they're sitting in front of you, a pair of Ray Bans on, eyes covered, they're looking what you think is dead at you, and they're firing you with questions. That is number one intimidating, and number two, you definitely cannot read expression of that yeah, person. Yeah, but why would I? What, but but why would I need to read their expression? That's more of my point. Marks. Because they're interrogating no, because me. I'm not interrogating no, them. No, because the idea of a... You need to watch more prison documentaries and stuff like and crime documentaries. A Have judge, you not heard of this documentary? Will, it's the world's hardest prisons to escape from on Netflix. A judge, a judge and also people interrogating him will lie and almost push somebody to admit the truth 
by what they're saying. That's the idea behind it. Don't just sit there and go, did you stab Brian? No. Oh, yeah, that's sweet, no problem. You can go home. They, they push, they push. To me, it makes no sense. I, no, but I, it's, it's meant to be. It's I, nonsense. I, I think it's nonsense because I think it's not true. Mark, what, what's your second fact of the show? Mafia families always hated each other, right? But actually, they worked together. So with so much organized crime going on around, uh, you know, around America, for example, there was, you know, the five big mafia families in New York. There was various other big mafia families across the country. They were often in competition with each other, but actually at the same time, they all had to work together. They formed what was called a commission, which is between all the crime families. And it basically had one person from each of the families sitting together. And that is how they would create even more organized crime. So it would be the organized, organized crime. And uh, that's how they basically set the policies for what mafia could and couldn't do. I'd love to be in the mafia. Like they just, some of them just don't seem like they ever do anything. Like they just sit in the back while people are playing snooker in the bar. They sit in the back, cloud of smoke, just smashing bolognese down their face. It looks like the, the best life ever. <laughs> it's all they do. These incredible... They're that, always eating that, sandwiches That's exactly as well. all they do. It's exactly they're always all eating they do. Sandwiches. Just smash bolognese down their face. The idea of being in a gang, the one good thing from that is you've got massive loyalty. Like the mafia are very loyal to each other. They protect each other. They look out for each other more so than probably any of your friends ever would. What are you saying about that? Well, it's the truth, we, isn't it? We're in our own like gang. Mafia. We're in our own no, gang not. here. We're definitely not in our gang. Danny, if I rung you at half 12 at night because I've got something on my mind, you would shut me down and be like, why are you ringing me at half 12 at well, night? I, mean, I, would, I wouldn't answer the phone if I'm honest, mate. Well, there, exactly. <laughs> so that just says exactly what you're talking about. No, no, no. no but, but, but that's because, Connor, because I am the Tony Soprano of you are this the boss, gang. He's not. So he wouldn't be. Tony Soprano isn't answering the phone from like some underling, is he? He's not answering the phone. He's been like, no, I'm not. Come back to me tomorrow. Oh, Oh, is that, be, is that because you go, hello, welcome to a new episode of Baffle? I'm, you're, of course, now the top. I'm yeah, the capo. Yeah, okay, understandable. I am the capo. Yeah, yeah you are the capo, of, yeah. Of the baffled yeah. mafia. Um, yeah, yeah, you are, yeah. Say, fair, ma- yeah. Ma- mafia has the hierarchy, doesn't it? It has the boss, then it has the underboss. Rather yeah. than like a sister boss, they went for underboss. Then yeah. you've got captains and then you've got soldiers underneath. And yeah. they're the ones who yeah. do all and the dirty that, work. So the mafia bosses can just... Which, which means the mafia bosses can sit in a dark room behind a pool table, just smashing bolognese down their face. Mark, we agree as well. Of course, Danny's the highest ranking, isn't he? Obviously, yeah, obviously. I mean, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. I mean, I think, the fact, I think the fact that Dan has put himself at the highest rank shows that he's absolutely at the very bottom of the ranking. But system. no, you need, to have, you, ambi- you need I, to have ambition in a mafia family. You need to have ambition when you're in a mafia family. You need to. You need I don't to... give a shit the bosses. I don't care. All this boss in life. I don't care. We're one and all for one. We are doing it together, lads. Without are we me, suddenly the three amigos. We are the three amigos. Without me, this wouldn't work. Without Dan, <laughs> it wouldn't work. And without Mark, it wouldn't work. Us three together, we create something special. Oh, look at you trying to be nice. How has that turned around from a nice little bit of mafioso to a motivational speech? Well, there we go. You know, I don't know, but I feel inspired to go and defeat the world now. <laughs> In fact, also, one, just one other interesting fact about the Mafia. So, um, so obviously you had each of the Mafia bosses and occasionally a Mafia boss would get killed. But in order to kill a Mafia boss, you had to have the sign-off of every other Mafia boss. That was part of the Mafia law. Oh my God, it's literally... That's like almost the most in- interesting thing about that fact. Crazy. There's a good documentary about it on Netflix. What's it called? The World's Toughest Mafia. <laughs> <laughs> 
Right, my second fact of the show. Some of the world's worst enemies agreed to unite if the planet was invaded by aliens. It's like, it's like the mafia all working together. So at one point during the 1985 Geneva summit, kind of slightly back in the day, um, during... That's around the corner. During the later part of the Cold War, uh, President Ronald Reagan and Soviet Premier Mikhail Gorbachev, who was in charge of Russia at the time, they took a break from negotiations and they took a walk. And they're the only people that know what was said until very recently. Gorbachev recently admitted that President Reagan said to him, if the United States was suddenly attacked by someone from outer space, would you help us? The Soviet Premier said, no doubt about it. And then that's and then they laughed it off. There we go. Who'd have thought it? Right, Connor, we're, we're, Connor right, do you know okay, what the Cold no, War is? No. I, I, do you know what? Right, we, we, we started <laughs> ranking my facts early on in, in this pod. Dan was instant to give it a six. Right? That, for me, five. Well, four, th- four. Look, I, look, what I, what Three, I will give, two, what, one, what I will give you there, Connor, it, like, it ended badly. Like, that's a really interesting fact, but it, it's just the, the punchline's not brilliant because... He yeah, said, I'll give you that. He said, what would you do if we were attacked by someone from outer space? Gorbachev said, yeah, I'd help you out. I'll give you that. Reagan give said, you that. Yeah, I would help you, you out too. And then they chuckled together. So look. Yeah, it's not your fault. It's not, I get, I, I, a, I get that. This, like, this, I, this links I, in I think, wonderfully with I think given the history of prisons. <laughs> no, let's not go back no, it into does. that. I don't care. It really does. I I, wonderfully. I don't care. No more mentions. Uh, the, <laughs> I mean, given the, given the history of the Cold War, I think, you know, that is an incredibly world-defining moment had we been invaded by aliens during the cold war the cold war would have just finished there and then and it also it, it goes back to the, the th- well i think they would have they would have started it again afterwards a well, bit yeah, like probably. a bit like christmas day in the trenches when they all have a kickabout yeah um it also goes back to this thing which movies perpetuate that if aliens are going to invade anywhere it's got to be america well, what's this about always why is it always america why isn't some alien rocking up in the Philippines. What's going on? You've got to hit the big spaces. You've got to hit the big places, which is why it's always weird that any alien sightings are by a farmer who lives on his own and uh, hasn't seen anyone for 20 years. But you're right. They definitely, definitely hit the big places. You, you know when you're talking to someone and you just get that awkward silence and you feel the need to, to fill it. That's essentially what I reckon happened here. They were walking along in an awkward silence and one of them just went, oh, I've got nothing to say. Um... Let's say aliens invaded. Uh, would you have my back? Literally, he just panicked, said the first thing that came to his head, and that is how this came up. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Wow. 
Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey, listen, before we crack on with our third set of facts of the show... Make sure you stay to the very end. I know it's unheard of on a podcast, but stay to Mm. the very end. Um, Big announcement of special bonus baffled stuff that's coming your way. Uh, It's on the way. Make sure you stick around. Also, uh, while you can, while you're on your phone right now, find Instagram. Give us a follow. We are at baffledpod on there. Connor, give us your final fact of the show. A woman with two uteruses gave birth to twins less than a month after having a baby. Like, so here's the thing. I am a, a man now, a proper man. I have like next to no knowledge of any of the female proper reproductive system that's in, you know, don't, don't know any of it. So I'll, I'll explain a bit to you what I've got here. So it said, when most people have a baby, they typically would wait, wouldn't they? Usually a while, which is recommended by a doctor. That once you have a baby, don't then become an become pregnant straight away give yourself some rest give yourself some time that's usually the recommendations well this woman actually had no option because she was pregnant twice basically but without knowing she was pregnant twice how is this so not she had two, i don't know but she had two uteruses and she had a baby inside her and she had a set of twins in one and a baby in another so did they think they she was thought, having triplets no they just thought she was pregnant but like wait when you how long ago was this so I'm about, about to explain. So it happened in Bangladesh um, and she gave birth to twins in March of 2019. So this is quite recent. And then less than a month after having the twins, she had another newborn. So a doctor actually spoke out. I'm just going to explain this bit. But it's recent enough that they'd have done an ultrasound. So yes, they would have done have, an ultrasound. Therefore they'd have known that there was more than one baby in there. And, not, and I did try to find this out, whether they were under the impression that she had triplets. Or I, I was a little bit confused by that myself, but I wasn't sure whether the uterus of the one baby was overshadowing the other one. I, I don't know how that works in a woman's stomach. I don't know how it positions, um, but it's obviously a very unusual circumstance. And uh, they all came out healthy. However, the mother's doctor did admit we were very shocked and surprised. I've never observed something like this before, which is honestly... It's it it. I think it's phenomenal. I think it's absolutely incredible. The fact that she had given because the the problem is with this as well. It's actually completely normal, isn't it? Up until the point of that second child, that third child being born, because you give birth to twins, so you're going to naturally be big anyway. Then when a woman gives birth, she remains big. She doesn't just instantly lose loads of um like size. So she's probably just thinking she's in recovery of pregnancy. But what is actually happening is there's a third baby, then all of a sudden her water broke again, and there was a third baby in a separate uterus. I, I can't believe that this is the first time this has happened. Well, it 
not I don't know if it's the first or not. I didn't look into that, but the doctor said they've never observed something like this before. She's a mother to all three. How how I just think that is such an incredible story. That's crazy. I'd love to know if it's when the same you, well, when you realize it's on three three different dads, yeah. Yeah, that'd be a nice twist of the tale, wouldn't it? Yeah, oh that my is God. that is Can a Jeremy imagine? Kyle show waiting to happen, isn't it? Mark, give us your final fact. So you know how sometimes people say, oh, you might as well ask. The worst they can say is no. Well, uh, it's true. It's you all never I do. Know. Well, I, know, exactly. I do know that because it's all I ask. It's all I ever ask. All you ever ask. Uh, well, you never know what you can get until you ask, even if it's a role in a Marvel movie. So Anthony Mackie, who plays Falcon uh, in the movies, wanted to be in a Marvel movie so badly, he emailed Marvel asking for a role in any of their movies. Uh, the president of Marvel, Kevin Feige, found out about the emails and went, okay, and offered him a part. Wow. And that is Sick. how Anthony Mackie got his role in the Marvel Universe. Does my nut in this. Love that. Does that, my nut in. That's brilliant. Does that's my brilliant. Such a It's such a ridiculous story. Like, there's like one that would only happen like once in a blue moon, but... Yeah, and, oh, and, I'm, wow. and I'm fairly like, certain that, like, if you'd have emailed at the same point, you probably wouldn't have got a role, Connor, because, you know, Anthony Mackie, famous actor and all that, and had acting experience prior. So he was already a famous actor? Mark. Yeah, how famous was he at the point of this? Uh, that would have been a good thing for me to look up in advance, wouldn't it? I like, That's this kind right. of thing... I've never heard of Anthony Mackie. This kind of thing does my head in. Like, just people get lucky, and it annoys me. And I'm like, oh, you make your own luck because you sent the email, but no, nah, it just does my head in. So he uh, he featured in Eminem's Eight Mile, and he was yes, in- that's where I've just looked at a picture of him. Yes, and he's been nominated yes. for various awards and such in the past. So you know he was around about and he was known. He made his first appearance in Captain America: The Winter Soldier in 2014. So you know Eight Mile came out in what 2002. So you know he, he'd been on the scene for a while. He'd had awards. He'd been recognised. So it's it's not like it's just yeah bloke who's working at mcdonald's down the road who sends in an email to kevin feig kevin.feig at marvel.com that'll work and just you know getting the uh getting the request in you know a, pr- a proper good actor it's taken the fact down a notch or so I-, I would say mark just because i reckon this happens all the time just not maybe on email and it probably does happen on email like you know hollywood's a place of connection you're at a party with someone mm, hey see, mate I, I can, think I have I a, this- can i have a job in your next film yeah, maybe, maybe. I think I disagree. I think I disagree. I think I think it's actually a brilliant fact for the reason of, you know, at the time, when was he put as this role, Mark? What year? Uh, 2014 was his first movie. 2014. So Marvel was already in 20... Marvel's massive. It's an absolute empire. Like, it's not like it's brand new. It's already it's massive. It's, it, it's so to get involved yeah. with it is difficult, right? It's Yeah, exactly. I think it's the thing that everyone wanted to be in. And, it, and you're probably right. It probably does happen that if you get an email you probably do more often than not go okay yeah i'll consider that because probably people just don't do it because people just don't ask people are like oh, i can't ask i can't ask to be in a marvel movie they have to ask me but you know if you ask sometimes you might just get dan dan yeah why does it annoy you when people get lucky i'm more intrigued by that comment well this was to be fair this was before i knew that he was already like a pretty famous actor but the idea of someone just getting plucked up when everyone else is working their balls off it, just by sending an email, that's a bit like... Oh. Right, last fact for me. An architect once wanted to raise the Titanic by sucking it to the surface with magnets. Now, this is entry level here because some of the ideas that people have had to try and salvage the Titanic are insane. Someone, like a proper person, once tried to fill it with ping pong balls... 
That was an idea to fill it with ping pong balls and then they would float it to the surface. That's been an idea. Someone wanted to inject it with Vaseline and that would make it lift up. Someone wanted to turn it into a gigantic ice cube and it would float up to the surface. A gigantic ice cube? Yeah, I don't know how that would work. But like the idea is... I I, I guess ice floats, doesn't it? Ice floats. Yeah, but how are you going to freeze it underwater? Also, how ironic would that be that ice is a thing that raises the Titanic back from the bottom of the ocean? Yeah, I know. Just for irony's sake, I kind of want that to happen. I hadn't spoiled that. That Ice floats, doesn't it? Ice floats. That would be the the logic there. Yeah, and it's just like the idea that people... Because people concern themselves with these things of history, don't they? Like where people have disappeared to, where Amelia Earhart is, who tried to fly around the world and, and that kind of stuff. And the idea that the Titanic, which sunk, what, the best part of 110 years ago now, um, like people are still kind of trying to figure out how to, to raise it and recover it, it is incredible. Connor, if you were, were going to try and salvage a boat that had been at the bottom of the ocean, what would you do? I have no idea. Crane? A crane was one of the ones uh, for the Titanic. Well, it would be a crane, wouldn't it? You'd just pull in a really, 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 really big boat that is able to hold a crane on it. Then you'd crane down, attach it, and crane it out. Yeah, the most obvious one. I do like this magnet thing, though, kind of sticking magnets there, really strong magnets, and hopefully it... <laughs> I, can't, I can't get my head around the ice cube scenario. I think that's nonsense. I don't understand how you're going to freeze something that's already underwater without making the water. Well, I, don't, I don't understand that concept. Would you isolate the water that's inside the boat? No, they would spray it with, I would imagine, something like liquid nitrogen. So when you need to freeze something inside water, it freezes at a different temperature to water. So that's how you can freeze liquid nitrogen. Sorry, I, I had more of an idea that they was going to freeze the boat within an ice cube and then like <laughs> float it up and then Somehow melt it. I don't know. Yeah, like, at the same point, they're just going to get the whole boat and people... put it in a massive glass, like a glass bottle with the boat inside. Come on, They'd mate. be like that around. Come on. <sighs> and that is it for this week's Baffled. What have we learned? Well, you can cook a chicken by slapping it. Uh, also, Chinese judges had an insane collection of Ray-Bans, and you never want to lose to Mark at Monopoly when you're in the clink. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Now... We've got a very nice surprise for you. Check your podcast feeds on Friday. We're trying to start a brand new extra bonus episode for you in the week. Uh, Something very special that we've been working on that Connor is very excited for, aren't you, Con? I am over the moon. More work for Mr. Connor. Come on. (laughs) If there's one thing that Connor (laughs) loves most, it's doing loads of work for the same fee. Make sure you, you subscribe to Baffled wherever you get your shows from. That will drop Friday, fingers, cr- fingers crossed, all being well. And give us a follow on Instagram as well. We're at BaffledPod there. Uh, and we will see you Friday for this brand new bonus episode thing. See you then. Say goodbye, Mark. See you on Friday. Say goodbye, Connor. I'm going to go get to work. Yeah, and we'll see you then. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.